This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we are talking about life as a mirror. As usual, I would love to know where in the world you are, what you're up to, and what everything around you looks like as you listen to this episode. So take a quick picture of your environment, of whatever it is that you're doing right now, and send it over to me on Instagram or tag me over on Instagram. I would love to feel like I'm right there beside you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hello, everybody. I hope you're all doing well on this Monday morning. I'm very happy to find you here for another podcast episode. And this week's topic is actually inspired by a quote that I read. This was a quote that was actually in a little envelope at a restaurant that my boyfriend and I went to in northern Vietnam. It was a really cute little vegan restaurant. And on the table, there's an envelope with what was labeled as their favorite quotes. And I took a photo of a few of the quotes that I really liked. And when filtering through my photos in the plane on the way back, I actually read once again all of these quotes. And one of them really struck my eye and I wanted to do a podcast episode about it. So I thought that I would actually just do something a little bit different start with a quote that I like and then give my interpretation of how I would personally analyze this quote and how I might actually see it being useful in our daily life. So that quote is very simple, four words, life is a mirror. So that's the quote and I thought that I would share a little bit about how I would analyze that. So the first thought that came to mind when reading that quote is really that life is a mirror because essentially the experiences that we live, the circumstances that we find ourselves in, and the situations that we experience in life are things that give us an insight into ourselves and into our internal world. So I find that in the world of personal development, there's a huge focus on the self, obviously, because it's everything around personal development, personal growth. It tends to be quite self-centered. And a lot of it actually is about somewhat separating ourselves from the external world. So we see this a lot when we talk about handling our emotions, so perhaps not feeling angry in a certain situation. So if somebody says something or something happens, or there's a situation we find ourselves in to not let our emotions take over, for example, to not say what it is that first pops into our head in a given situation, so being able to kind of contain our thoughts, and really this idea of actually not reacting to the external world and being able to create a little bit of a bubble. And not only not reacting, but maybe not letting the external world impact us internally quite as much. So there is a lot of this focus around somewhat creating a little bit of a shield around ourselves and not being so impacted from the external world. And as much as those kind of conversations can be useful and can be helpful, and there are types of discourses that I've had and I speak about with my clients, I find that 
there is so much focus on seeing ourselves as an external unit and a single ion just in an environment rather than really realizing that we are constantly at one with our environment and that we cannot exist in a vacuum nor can we learn about ourselves in a vacuum so it's really this idea of taking the place of the observer and watching ourselves as we're constantly reacting to our environment. We're constantly back and forth with the environment. We actually are at one with the environment. And the way that we feel and what we see and how we react and how we live our life is not possible without the environment in which we're in. So we are actually not who we are without the environments around us. So that's how I somewhat interpreted this quote of life as a mirror is really this idea that, well, actually every experience that we live in life is mirroring back to us our internal world. And so the way in which I find this can be really useful is that we can see how the environment acts to teach us and to show us who we are, what we believe, and also what phase of life we might be in in this moment. Because it's always less about the environment we're in when we find ourselves reacting or find ourselves being emotional about something and more about the buildup, perhaps or other circumstances that are also going in a certain pattern, which is kind of that straw that broke the camel's back situation. So an example, very concrete, recent example, I went wakeboarding this morning and I found myself incredibly frustrated because I'd been wakeboarding before. Last time I went, it went very well. Everything was fine. I picked it up relatively quickly and I felt pretty confident. This time around, it was my second time. I thought that it would be more or less the same and it wasn't. It was a different location, so granted the circumstances and environment were a little bit different, but it was something that felt really hard and I basically wasn't able to do at all what I was able to do the time previous. And so in a situation like that, I felt frustrated towards the external situation and also frustrated towards myself. And as much as it felt like it was the situation that was causing the frustration within me, what the situation was actually doing was mirroring something within myself. So what was it mirroring? Well, probably several things. Parts of my beliefs, parts of my identity, parts of my ego, right? And the more I thought about it, the more I realized there was also mirroring other areas of my life at the moment. So over the past few days, I've been working on trying to figure something out and move something forward work-wise, and it's felt like things haven't been going my way, and I have not been able to get and reach the outcome that I desired. So it felt like I'm trying to move forward with something, and it's not happening how I want it to. And so the wakeboarding situation was just a mirror, just a reflection of what else is going on in my life at the moment? And the emotional reaction that I felt, which was very strong, and I felt a bit like a child having a tantrum because she's not able to do what she wants to do, but that's really how it felt and this emotional reaction that came out of that, I really lived as though it was a mirror of other areas of my life. So that is how life can be a mirror. 
So that's one way of interpreting that quote. Another way of interpreting it is this idea that other people are also mirrors of us. So life in our relationships is also a mirror. And what I mean by that is that when other people trigger us, when they say something or do something that we find irritating or annoying or makes us upset or disappointed or angry or whatever that is, it mirrors something within ourself. And so it might mirror something that we do, that we don't like that we do, or it might be mirroring something that we would never allow ourselves to do. And I think that that one is even more common. And I see this a lot in my clients. I was speaking with a client just this week about how when we are highly conscientious, which is one of the big five personality traits, I did an entire podcast episode on this personality trait. I will link it in the show notes below. But when we are highly conscientious, meaning we are very hardworking, very responsible, very result and achievement driven, then we might find ourselves getting very irritated by people who are less conscientious than us. So for example, if somebody shows up late, or if somebody isn't very meticulous with their work, or does something that we consider is not good enough, right? That might be something that annoys us. But it's not because we see that pattern within ourselves. It could very much be because we would never allow ourselves to do something like that. And so we almost see what they're doing and think in terms of how dare you, right? How dare you just show up late? Or how dare you be so unattentive? Or how dare you simply hand something in without reading it through or without making sure that it's good enough or without taking X, Y, Z into consideration? So it's things that we wouldn't allow ourselves to do and we see it mirrored back at us. And we probably know to some extent that we could do that. We could very well fall into a similar pattern from the person in front of us, but we wouldn't allow ourselves to. And that can bring up so much frustration because we think, well, wouldn't it be easy if I would also just show up when I feel like it rather than doing what I know is expected of me, for example. So that can be really useful because we can realize that once again, it's less about the person in front of us. And once again, it's more about what that person reflects within us. And so that can be something incredibly helpful to keep in mind. And thinking about that regularly whenever somebody does trigger us is really thinking, in what way are they mirroring back to me? Are they mirroring something that I do that I don't like about myself? Are they mirroring back how I know that I can be sometimes? Or are they mirroring what I would never allow myself to do? Another way that we could interpret this quote, life is a mirror, is really this idea that our perception shapes the world around us. So life is a mirror because we are not actually looking at life itself. We are not objectively looking at the situation in front of us. We are looking at the way that we perceive what's in front of us. So we know that two people can be in the exact same world and living a very similar day-to-day -day life, but the way that they will interpret the world in front of them will be different 
based on who they are, based on their personality, based on their genes, based on their past experiences, based on their beliefs, based on their identity, all of these things. And so we will all interpret the world differently as though we all had different lenses in front of our eyes. And so we think we're looking at the color blue, but what does the color blue mean to you? What does that actually look like through your eyes? Maybe it's different from mine. And it doesn't have to necessarily be the case for colors, but it's the same for everything in life. So life as a mirror simply means that when we're looking out at the world, we're simply looking back at the perception that we have of what we look at. And so this is something that is talked about in the book Blueprint. I've mentioned the book Blueprint a few times. I recently finished it. It's by Robert Plumman, and it's all about DNA and how DNA makes us who we are. And what he basically says, which is really interesting in this book, is how our genes more or less frames the bulk of our reality, whether that be in how our reality actually ends up looking or how we view the reality in front of us. So they were doing studies to try to investigate whether genetics has an influence on negative events in life. And what they realized is that it's less about the actual negative events that occur in different people's lives and more about the perception of it. So they've done twin studies where they have twins who are identical twins separated at birth and are raised in completely different environment, completely different household, have a very different upbringing. However, later on in life, when they go through surveys and do tests with these twins, they find out that those who are identical twins will have a very similar track record of how they view how many negative life experiences they've had. And so it's less, once again, about the exact number of negative life experiences. So obviously identical twins, whether they're identical or not, that won't have an impact on whether they break their leg or they end up with a very bad injury or whatever it is. However, whether they view those experiences as positive, neutral, or negative will be impacted by genetics. So that was really crazy because those who report having had a lot of negative experiences in life, once again, they've found out that it's mostly based by the way that we view those experiences and less about what those experiences actually are. So that really goes full circle to this idea that it's actually the mindset in which we enter situations. We can all live the same day-to-day -day life. We can all live the same challenging experience we can all live the same incredible opportunity whatever that is but whether we view the incredible opportunity as a gift and exciting and a wonderful new challenge or whether we view it as something terrifying and scary and we're doomed to fail and this is going to be a disaster that really depends on the perception that we have so that can be itself really helpful to realize that life is a mirror, as in we are constantly being reflected back the perception that we enter life with. Now, how we might concretely use this will be different based on our predispositions. So obviously, changing our mindset fully will be a lot harder if we really have a much more negative temperament. There are those who are higher in neuroticism and other personality trait, which I've also spoken about in a podcast episode I will link in the show notes below. 
But if we find ourselves higher in neuroticism, it means we are more predisposed to depression, to being angry often, to anxiety, etc. And those are predispositions that are harder to change. However, they can be extended through things like coaching, therapy, personal development work, etc. So those are things that we can work on, but already having that awareness of the way in which we view how many positive and negative experiences we have in life is simply a mirror of the perception that we enter life with is incredibly, incredibly empowering because all of a sudden it gives us a lot more agency. Now, the last point that I wanted to mention with the analysis of this quote, life is a mirror, is a little bit more confronting, a little bit more challenging to sometimes accept, but it's really this idea that we can actually look at the life that we lead now, whether we have the opportunities that we want, whether we have the kind of community that we want, whether we have something that fulfills us, whether we feel happy and satisfied, whether we feel lonely, whether we feel completely unfulfilled, whatever that is, but we can really look at the external world and realize that it's also a reflection of ourselves. And so this can be really hard to accept, especially if we find ourselves not in a very good place or we feel like we're not in the right place, right? But it's also an opportunity to ask ourselves the question. If we feel like we constantly don't have the right community around us, it's really this question, well, am I really prioritizing creating a community? Is this something that I actually am consciously doing? Because if everywhere I go and no matter what it is that I do, I always find myself feeling very disconnected from those around me and feeling very lonely, well, what's the common denominator? It's probably not all the people that we've met. Maybe it's ourselves. So as I said, that one can be really hard to accept, but there's another quote which I really like, and it's basically, if it smells like shit everywhere you go, look under your shoe. So what is it that we're dragging around? And if we look at our life and we feel incredibly unfulfilled, well, maybe it's a reflection of our desire to create fulfillment or maybe it's a reflection of the fear that we feel and the fact that we haven't actually wanted to take and jump on other opportunities in order to create change so once again it can be harder to hear and this isn't always the case of course there's always difficult situations that arise which are completely out of our hands and out of our responsibility but if we find ourselves with a consistent pattern of my life always ends up like XYZ, then there might be a reason there. And sometimes instead of pointing the finger outwards, turning it back down and pointing it back at ourselves can seem hard, but it gives us a lot more agency and personal power once again. So it can be really helpful to look at the patterns that we find ourselves in. And once again, there can be two ways of seeing this. It can really either be an external pattern that tends to repeat itself, as I said, falling into bad relationships, falling into feeling lonely, falling into situations where we feel unfulfilled, falling into the mundane, whatever it might be. 
or it might simply mean that we find ourselves facing the similar kind of struggle. So there's a certain struggle that is constantly coming back up. And that can also be looked at in a slightly different way. We might actually start to view this as a bit of a theme or maybe even the kind of journey that we're on in our life. So I haven't spoken about this very much on the podcast, but it's something that I go through in my group coaching program, The Self Mastery Solution. And we talk in that program about how everyone has a bit of their own theme. And that theme is both what we are seeking and what we're running away from. And a lot of the time, it's almost the light and the shadow of the same thing that we are both running from and running towards at the same time. And so if we do find ourselves in a specific pattern over and over again, that it might mean that it actually gives us an insight into the kind of theme or the kind of journey that we're on. And so something that I find really helpful is realizing that our goal in life isn't necessarily to overcome and to get to the other side of this theme or this challenge or these obstacles that get in our way, but The goal of life is simply to live, right? To experience, to live through a challenge that might be coming back over and over again in different ways. And that might be somewhat of our own personal journey of life. So an example would be a client of mine. We did a full recap of our past three months of coaching together just last week. And when we did a full recap of everything we discussed and all the themes we went through and all the tools we learned about and all the things that she learned about herself and learned about the world and whatnot, we realized that this theme of anger kept coming up and up and up. And this theme of anger was coming up in different situations and different discussions and different domains, but it was always this theme of anger that was showing itself. And to be fair, she lived a lot of life situations which were very traumatic and very challenging, so it made sense. However, when this theme kept coming up, we were discussing about how it's not necessarily about abolishing the anger. Maybe it's simply about realizing that there is a little bit of anger inside, and maybe the anger will pop up in different situations when I'm not careful or when I'm not watching, or when I'm distracted by something, or when I find myself triggered, all of a sudden, this anger pops up again. And that can be a perfect example of this life as a mirror, because it's less about the situation at hand which might be bringing up this anger. It's less about the external and more about how a certain situation might bring back up this journey that she's on, this journey towards perhaps working through the anger, or letting it leave her bit by bit by bit. And so that's how we can also look at the patterns around us and realize that they can be mirroring these certain themes that we are working on or working through, or might always have and might always work through and might always live with us to some extent. But I think sometimes that takes a little bit of the pressure off and we realize it's not always about a means to the end, but maybe it's about a journey through it. So that is my interpretation of this quote, life is a mirror. 
I would love to hear if you agree, if you disagree, if there's anything that I mentioned in this podcast episode which really struck a chord with you, and I would love to know if you would interpret it differently yourself. These are the kind of discussions that I have one-on-one with my coaching clients, especially when it comes to feeling like we're being incredibly triggered by an external environment or by people around us. These are the kind of discussions that we have. We're able to really peel the onion back and look at it from a place of self-understanding and self-growth rather than creating always this big blockage and distancing ourselves from the world. Because as I said all the way at the beginning, we are the world because how we see the world is based on ourselves internally And we can't exist within a vacuum. We need to learn how to interact and how to make this dynamic one of sharing and knowledge and understanding and learning and growth. So I'll be taking on only a few more one-to-one clients next month. So if you're interested, all of the details will be in the show notes below. You can send me a message and we can take it from there. In the meantime, guys, I will see you next week for a brand new episode.